Rebellions are built on hope. And welcome to another episode of Radio Rebellion, a Star Wars podcast. I'm your host, Alberto Calderon. I am joined by our lead singer, lead guitar player, and <laughs> Jedi Master out there, Oti One Kenobi. Oti, how are you doing today? You're doing a little riff before we started. Everything okay over there? How are you doing today? I am I am doing well, as I told you. I <laughs> fixed my guitars and been playing after two years, I think. So <laughs> I've been in a very rock and roll mood. Yeah, that's, that's the best way to go. I'm just ready for the new Metallic album to come out in a couple of months. So I'm ready to go. But we're here talking Star Before we get to Star Wars, Sauti, I know everyone wants to know who's your pick for the Super Bowl tomorrow, who's winning. I know you're excited. American football. I'm not kidding when I say what I'm about to say. If someone were to come through that door with a gun, point it in my head and tell me, write the two teams that will be playing tomorrow, I could not do it. Oh, well, hopefully that does not happen because we need a co-host. There's only one game I'm looking forward towards tomorrow, and it's Barcelona versus Villarreal. That's the only Yeah, yeah, (laughs) Stay down there in Puerto Rico. You can say something like that over here tomorrow. The whole states, this is shut down for Super Bowl weekend, and then tomorrow, yeah, that's all that's happening. Uh, I, it's uh, oh, it's like the biggest. Like, I, I know what the Super Bowl <laughs> is, but it's funny because someone put a post that oh, what's bigger, the Super Bowl, uh, the Super Bowl or the World Cup final? And yeah, like, that's like yeah. such an American thing because maybe yeah, in the US it's not, but in the <laughs> rest of the planet, like, yeah, it's the World Cup final. <laughs> yeah, just, I mean, you can just watch all the World Cup games. So we're packed. It doesn't matter who was playing and it was on all the channels. There's a World Cup uh, in general. Do you think, yeah. I'm going to say, eh, I don't know. Do you think we'll get any Star Wars commercial previews, trailers, sneak peeks at anything, more Mando, Ahsoka? Ahsoka, yeah. I don't think, but maybe Mando or uh, something? Uh, yeah, I think they're saving Ahsoka for celebration. Yeah, because it's like a couple months before the show, mm-hmm. and that's more or less the timeline. I, I, I will bet on Mando probably. Yeah, maybe. I think the same thing. Maybe we we'll get something Mando. Um, I doubt. No, not the bad bash. Like the second, second half of the season. Now they won't, wouldn't show it's, that there. I think it's a different being audience. This, being Disney, it's probably gonna be Mando and. Uh, ant-man which comes out next week yeah and i think there might be something for miss marvel or the marvels i should say oh the marvels might the, get a teaser yeah the the marvels trailer is coming out doing the super yeah Bowl, yeah mm-hmm. get more. now 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 i'll be paying attention <laughs> <laughs> you know it's the first couple of minutes i think the in the first half at least that's where all the trailers drop usually so okay all right, so if you guys are here, thanks for joining us. If this is your first time, again, special thanks to all of you joining us for the first time. Make sure you're subscribed to our show so you don't miss any new episodes. We're working on a couple of things. Hopefully, get some cool guests to come by soon. Uh, comment down below with any comments you might have on other topics we're talking about Star Wars, and leave us a like. Right. And same thing, if you're listening to this later on the other podcast, same thing, just subscribe, give us a rating, reviews, all that fun right. stuff. I'm not going to reveal anything, but I just want to mention to everyone, like, as calmly as Alberto mentioned earlier, <laughs> told me about a couple of things. I was like, 
dude, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, I know. It's we'll see. I'm still gotta make sure like, everything yeah. falls in line. Yeah, yeah. I, but he was like, Yeah, I'm thinking about it. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll so, talk afterwards. Yeah. I'll give you a you quick not see. a lot you of updates, but I'll, yeah. All right, Ote, who's out there before we start? Anyway, if you're in the chats, jump in, say hi. We have Dale as always. Uh, well, Dale, not as always, since he <laughs> had to come back. <laughs> and we also have Brennan, who's becoming a, a, a yeah. chat regular. So, nice yeah, thanks you. to Brennan, thanks to Dale, Mo, all those regulars. A big thanks to all of you guys. This week, it's been I've been a little not want to say down, but just looking sometimes at the numbers of the audio podcast, things like that. You know, they go up and down, and they've been kind of low. I think it's kind of you get depressed a little bit. But then you got we people got like we have emotional most, evolution. He's been we here have, a few times. Obviously, subdued. So. Thanks for summoning, dude. Thanks for being don't feel, here. Don't, don't feel down, Alberto. Like, just think that if you weren't doing podcasting, you would do you would be doing less numbers. Yeah, and it's <laughs> and I get it. I get it. And then I just think about the people that are here, and I, either I'm talking to you and to the people out there, and just saying the same things in my head. So let, I'll just get them out there. Whoever wants to listen to them, listens to them. But thank you again to everyone for being here, and to you, Ati. All right, all right. So. If you guys are ready, I'm not ready. Let's talk Star Wars and Star Wars news. Star Wars news. I, one thing, Oti, I keep that we always talk about, and I kind of always complain about Lucasfilm's marketing. They never promote their shows. When the new shows are coming, they always wait till the previous one is done. But we're starting to get a lot of things. So a lot of them are confirmed, and then some not really confirmed, but with Bad Batch coming, we already have a lot of information about The Mandalorian. There's more stuff that came out today, plus uh, one of the magazines is coming out a few weeks with about 20 pages of Mando stuff. Oh, uh, yeah, Visions, yeah, Vision Season 2 we learned uh, last week, and then a few things we're going to be talking about today. But I'm going to start first with, I guess this is a rumor, because it's not confirmed, but... During the Hot Mic podcast, Jeff Snyder revealed that one of his sources over at Lucasfilm, so sources for Star Wars, are saying that Watchmen, Watchmen and Aquaman actor, I'm going to mess up his name, I'm sorry, Yaya Abdul-Mateen II might be the lead or one of co-leads in Damon Lindelof's movie. I've been talking about David, Damon Lindelof's movie for a while. Is it going to be episode 10? Is Ray Skywalker going to be back? All this. There were other reports that the lead... First was going to be a, a black male, then a black female actress, and now we have Yaya in talks. Apparently, he worked, obviously, with Damon in Watchmen, so it kind of makes sense. This is a win-win for me if it's happening because he's a great actor. He fits the bill for Star Wars. What do you think? Do you think this might happen, or is this I, just... I saw this, and I, I hope it happens. He he's mm -hmm. As you mentioned, he's a great actor. I'm very interested in what he would be playing because I could see it go many different ways. Many ways yeah, I, I, we've seen him play so vastly different roles from Morpheus in in Matrix. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's right. His character in Watchmen, which I won't get too much into because if you haven't watched Watchmen, yeah, it's a big one. It's, it's a, big a one. phenomenal show. Um, but he he's always good in everything I've seen him in, but. What got me thinking is that I've always seen him in such different roles that I can't really pin him as anything. So I could see him as a Jedi. I could see him as a senator. I could see him as a bounty hunter. I don't know. 
Yeah, plus he was also what you're a horror guy, Candyman, right? He was in the yeah, he Candyman, was also in Candyman, Candyman remake, and I think he's in talks also to play a character in Marvel in the MCU. I think I saw Is recently. It? So okay. yeah, I want to say Power it, Man, maybe I'm not sure. I I would like to say that if he is in fact in the show, we also have Carrie Ann Moss in the acolyte. So you know <laughs> we're doing for the that Matrix, Matrix reunion. Yeah, let's bring Keanu yeah. Reeves. Let's bring um, <laughs> Lawrence Fishburne. Let's do it. <laughs> I mean, Keanu is fan caster for everything. They want him to be Revan. Lawrence Fishburne is in everything. So let's just do it. It's, it's um, about time. But, yeah, I want to say I want to oh. fall in the over 50% that this might happen. Mo, thanks for joining. See, he has Mo is here. Who else? I saw someone else in the chat. Uh, we have the Dale man. Oh, I don't know who that is. Thanks for being here, the Dale man. Dale and the Dale man are now competing for our favorite Dales. Now, what's going <laughs> on with my hair today? I'm sorry. Um. So, yeah, same thing. I, I was, is it going to be... Again, I jumped to Jis to Jis Sith and Jedi. So I'm like, eh, I could be one of those, but I don't know. It he can play any character. I wanna I'm gonna say no to a senator if he's indeed a lead. But again, we don't yeah, know anything about what this movie. But you never know because yeah. we don't know where the movie is gonna be. Maybe it's literally a political thriller where they're trying to pass a bill yeah. and <laughs> <laughs> after episode um, 10. Yeah. After episode nine, I mean. I just hope, and it's difficult not knowing what the movie is going to be about. After Andor, there was so much talk about this is what Star Wars needs to be. I cannot, in terms of the tone, because Star Wars is a lot of other things, but the care that they take. But I wish it's, I hope it's not another very serious kind of movie, because Andor was very serious. I hope they don't go that route. But I know the directors were not. Yes, a lot of silliness. But the director was one, she directed some episode of Cap of Miss Marvel. And that's a very different show from Watchmen and all the other ones. So yep. hopefully it's a little lively. But yeah, give me Yaya. I think he's a great actor. And really want to see him in Star Wars. All right, so a little bit more news on this. And this is an actual news. This isn't uh, speculations. The author, let me, new. Kira novel from E.K. Johnston. The author revealed the news on her Twitter account titled Crimson Climb, and it, it releases in October 10th, and it's basically from when Kira gets separated from Han Solo in Coronet Spaceport, taken back to the White Worms. Then here comes a guy by the name of Dryden Voss, leader of the Crimson Dawn, or leader with someone in the, back, in the shadows, and probably leading all the way up to when Han Solo meets her again. Uh, let's talk first about the book announcement, then maybe talk a little bit about some controversy other that some people have with the author. Moikira mm -hmm. is good always, so give me more Solo. I love everything about Solo. This is a cool time period that we don't know a lot about Kira. We know that she's with all the comics, so her story has been moving forward. Uh, and I think in the solo novelization, we get a little bit more of her background, what she was doing with Dryden Voss, all the bad things she had to do to get to the point that she was. So when this was announced kind of out of nowhere a couple of days ago, were you excited? Do you want to learn more about Kira? What was she doing in this time period? I was. I actually was very excited about this. I am a firm believer of 
hashtag make solo two happen. So <laughs> whatever kinds of stories that tie into that, I'm excited for. And I, I love the character of Kira. I, mm -hmm. I'll make a confession. I am not up to date with the comics at all with um, yeah. uh, Crimson Empire, Crimson Reign. Crimson not up, I'm not up to date. Yeah, I'm not update, up to date with any of that. So um, that, that actually got I, I'm actually waiting for Hidden Empire to end so I can like mm -hmm. get into it. Yeah, uh, I, I'm excited. I, I I want more Kira, and even if it's in books, I'll gladly take it. Yeah, I, the only kind of stories that I follow afterwards were that War of the Bounty Hunters line that had her return. I did that, but I hadn't done any of the others. Just too much. She's now fighting Vader and all this stuff, and wants to bring down Palpatine. Yeah, no, ah, this is too much. <laughs> she was cool. Doing what she was doing, I think this is too much. But what I haven't read read them, so I can't say. But this time she's in bed with the Knights of Ren. It's so weird. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's a maybe I should check them out because there's a lot of things from Star Wars that I love in this new comic line or yeah. two or three that they've done. So it might be interesting. It's, it's surprising it's to me three, that yeah, yeah, it's three. It's three. That, yeah. that they went with E.K. Johnson because. Who is it? Kevin Scott has been, not Kevin, uh, Troy Soul has been writing a lot of her stories. And I think he came out on, on Twitter a couple last year and said that he had this kind of four structure arc for Kira's story. So he seems very in tune with the characters. I'm surprised that they went with a different author for this novel. But this is a cool time period. There's a line in Solo where she says, you don't know what I had to do to get to the point that I am now, basically. And it's like, well, let's see that. We know it wasn't, if you got to go through the ranks, she was basically sold into slavery when um, Dryden Boss got her and then she had to escape and kill someone. So it's a lot of cool cool story in there, possibly. I, I want to throw a question to you. Do you think this might be, what if Charles is writing something and this is just a tie to that? Uh, from what Charles is doing now or is it something else that might no, be coming? No, 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 no. I'm saying Charles's uh, comics end now. Mm -hmm. With uh, yeah. I mean, he, he'll write future comics, but the, the, <laughs> this story ends in in Hidden Empire. What if he's actually writing a Kira book, and this is just like a prelude to that? Okay, uh, I'm gonna say no. Okay, no, it's I don't, probably I don't no. Know. Yeah, but it, I don't it, know it'd if... be interesting if this is like a. I don't want to say like a promo for something else, but it'd be mm -hmm. interesting if they're doing something else with kira beyond this then it could be as soon as i said no then i thought ek johnson wrote three books about padme so it wouldn't be something new that they start with a character that's well known as light and then kind of extrapolate from that so if she this is kind of the prequel for something to come afterwards and then charles soul does it or whoever then maybe it wouldn't be out of the realm of possibility for all these things that star wars has done especially in, in the books and comics but again, What's I'm very interested. So I'm gonna say I'm not a hundred percent on board. Not on board. That sounds like I'm taking sides. Like I don't know exactly what's happening. Um, I'll admit I follow E.K. Johnson on Twitter. I follow a lot of the Star Wars authors just to kind of get news when they come. I've only read from her the first of the Padme, Padme books, Queen Shadow, I think it is. Mm -hmm. and I enjoyed it. I wasn't the biggest fan of it. I didn't do the other ones just because the Harry Potter was coming out. A lot of stuff. But I enjoyed it. Not a lot of positive or negative to say about it. It's a cool book. Go from there. Uh, from just writing style, a lot of people complain 
or view her writing style a very character oriented with no plot. So it's okay. get ready for a book that doesn't go anywhere. Just you're with a character and that's it. And that's up to the the, per, the reader's okay. kind of taste. But more in line of she's been called out for badly representing certain demographics. And when she gets called out on Twitter or something, she doubles down or blocks, doesn't communicate back, doesn't take uh, responsibility for what she wrote, things of that nature. I can't say because I don't follow her that much to know what everything is going. So I understand if people are saying that they have issues with her in that sense and they don't want her writing this character that people like. I understand, but I don't follow all that controversy to have two cents to say about it. So. I just wanted to mention it out there because it is out there. A lot of people were, yay, Kira, no, the writer. So, okay. No, I, I did. Honestly, I didn't see any of, any of this. I just saw people yeah. who don't like her as an author and were mm -hmm. like, oh, that's boring. Yeah. But, Your friend okay. Buck might give you some more information. You guys always I, going back and forth on Twitter. So he might. Give Buck, you Buck is one of the people I saw complaining. <laughs> okay. But Buck complains about everything. <laughs> I know. It's. We keep having him on the show. We'll have him soon. That's some proper Mando we might get him. All right. But again, October 10th, new Kira. And around that time, I think it's when phase three of the High Republic is coming back. So a lot of oh, cool showers. <laughs> no, I know. It's did you finally get convergence or are you I, still looking? I found it. I found it. Okay. Okay. So our High Republic episode is still on track for the end of the month. Hopefully. Yep. Just tell me if you finish by then. All right, so our third news item, and this is very cool also. Now we're moving to the TV side, and it is that the Acolyte Writers Room added House of the Dragon writer Charmaine de Grat, or the, yeah, de Grat, and this was hidden inside a story by the Hollywood, Hollywood Reporter. She was there promoting a movie she's doing, and it was revealed that she worked on The Acolyte as a writer and an executive producer. And she wrote episode, episode five of House of the Dragon titled We Light the Way, which was the wedding episode between Rhaenyra and Leonor where everything goes to hell. So that was a great episode. So this is a great find for Star Wars, a big surprise and gets me extremely more excited for the Acolyte if that was ever possible. But Oti, we all know how much you love House of the Dragon. Was Is this a surprise or how happy are you that we're getting someone with that caliber helping write a Star Wars? I, I'm literally just finding out about this. So I'm, I'm excited. Breaking right? news. House of the Dragon is probably one of my my favorite shows. Like it, I, mm -hmm. I am in love with that first season and I can't wait for more. <laughs> And that episode was wow. Yes. So <laughs> if if she wants to write a Star Wars, go right ahead. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she was part of the writer's room. So I don't know if she'll get to write her own episode, but she was part, yeah. I'm guessing, writer's room, helping come up with the whole story. And that's even better. And I'm sure she'll have one or two episodes that she's credited. So very excited for this. House of the Dragon, I love almost everything. And like you said, from that episode on, everything just was on a high. So she's created for that, writing that episode. I'm really excited for this. All right. So the Acolyte, which is at the end of the High Republic, and our next story has also to do with the High Republic in a little 
lighter tone, I would say. And we got finally more confirmation about Young Jedi Adventures, the release date. It was just, just last week we said that Vision Season 2 was dropping on May 4th. We won't be the only thing we'll be watching on Star Wars Day. The first High Republic TV show will be the animated Young Jedi Adventure. It follows Jedi younglings as they study the ways of the Force, explore the galaxy, help citizens and create and creatures in need. Let me read that again. Help citizens and creatures in need and learn valuable skills needed to become Jedi along the way. And the first Star Wars series created for preschoolers, and we'll discuss this in a minute, but our main characters we saw there, apart from Yoda, are Jedi younglings Kai, Lise, and everyone's favorite blue creature, Nobs, and their friends, Nash and Droid RJ83. I gotta show that again, because I just can't stop looking at little Nobs. I want everything. Are you gonna consume, Oti? You're gonna be a consumer and get everything Nobs when it comes out? Because I will. I'll, I'll probably get something Nobs, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> if, if, if Hot Toys wants to make like a, a with Grogu, I'll, I'll buy yeah. it. Maybe. Oh, uh, nice. I, I don't know. Let's see. Um, <laughs> by the way, I, we just lost your audio. So, yeah. Before we continue go. with with this story, we have to we have official confirmation that the Dale man is in fact Dale. Ooh, double Dale! We're getting double Dale. Yeah, we, we have double Dale. And Dale, hey, by the way, you have he has not seen House <gasps> of the Dragon, and I will implore you to watch it because it's a phenomenal show. Yes, go watch it and then come back and watch all our reviews about it. Oh my god. So Oti, I think we talked about Jedi, Young Jedi Adventures a long time ago when it was announced. I was really excited for it. It's the High Republic. So I want we wanted something High Republic. More animated. I was hoping that this was maybe I was talking with our friend Maggie, I think, because she loves all of the Star Trek shows. And they have, I think Star Trek's Lower Decks. It's an animated show. Or not low, they have another one, not Lower Decks. So anyway, which is kind of Young adults kind of oriented, explores a lot of different different things. Like that. Yeah, one of those. I was hoping that this might be in that route, but they're going a lot younger. Preschoolers, this is no older than five or six years old, but the animation style looks pretty cool. At least those pictures that we got. The prodigy show is gonna be prodigies, thanks. So what are your thoughts now that we know a little bit more about Young Jedi Adventures? I'm going to be like a thousand percent honest here. I don't think this show is for me. Mm -hmm. I don't think this show is for you. I don't think this show is for most people watching us. Will I give it a chance? A hundred percent. Like day one. I won't wake mm -hmm. up at 6 a.m. or 3 yeah. a.m. to watch it, but I'll 100 percent give it a chance. But I'm really expecting this to be like Sesame Street for... <laughs> in star wars sure. like mm -hmm. i'm expecting them to learn the abcs i'm expecting them to learn how to add and subtract i guess um yeah that's that's the only expectations i have for the show if it turns out to be like clone wars jr or something <laughs> awesome but I, i'm yeah. i have really no no high expectations for this um in a similar boat i don't think it's something that will be here talking about every week and breaking down. 
I think it's, and that's fine. It's not a show for us. Like I say, it's the first Star Wars show for preschoolers and they need it. It's their first introduction to Star Wars. I'm very happy that they're dropping these on Disney Plus and I think Disney Junior also. And it's not just on the Star Wars Kids YouTube show, YouTube channel. This is what they're doing with that creature thing that they have. They gotta put more eyes on it. So I'm glad that they're gonna put it on Disney Plus. I hope that they don't care about canon. Is what I don't want people saying, well, this break, breaks canon. Kids, preschoolers don't care. They don't care that Martian Rowe brought, brought down Starlight Beacon. But I want to see those guys going against Martian Rowe every week. ABC or being a Jedi. Yeah, Dale, that's fine. <laughs> but how could they beat Martian Rowe if he's supposed to be destroying? Yeah, <laughs> I don't care. I want to see that every week. I want to see them going against the Drengi and giving it some fruit and they're fine. I want to see them uh, having adventures with Loden Great Storm. I want all of that. I don't want I don't care about Canada. I just want to have them having fun in the High Republic. The Drengir would actually be a great villain for the show because the Drengir, yeah. if you think about it, they're kind of silly. <laughs> so <laughs> they uh, having it in, in here with being like, oh, me, me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So here, here, Mr. Drengir, have some fake meat. I'm going to love it in that sense. So I'll watch it. But And that's yeah. how we learned how to share. <laughs> <laughs> and then they'll plant some because we got to keep the environment clean. And yeah, just trip Martian Row just tripping on himself, and the nameless comes around and they're just hanging around with it with a little leash just walking him around. That's what I want. Just give me some fun in Star Wars. It's needed. <sighs> I was gonna say something if else the nameless about it. shows up, this the show turns into something completely different. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes. Um, but we don't know if how long the episodes are, how many we're getting, if this is all dropping the same day as Visions is, or if we get one every week. We don't know. I'm guessing one every week. And we'll see how it goes. But just give me more knobs. I want I want something knobs. I don't know what, but at least one thing. All right. I think that kind of does it for Star Wars news. There were some new Mandalorian season three pictures that came out today, yesterday and today. Very oh. quick kind of snippets, but nothing to kind of break down right now. No. All right. So uh, I got excited when I saw them, but there's really not much to it. They're pretty, pretty cool. We finally we got Bo Katan back with Mando with little Grogu oh. in a planet we won't say, probably some some Dari Mandalore or something like that. But here we are. Let's start Star Wars on TV. Star Wars on TV. Wars on TV. OT the Bad Batch episode seven and eight came out. The Clone Conspiracy and Truth and Consequences, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, we've talked this past like three or four weeks that even though we've gotten Okay, episodes, they have been the standalone kind of episodic. We haven't got, gotten back to the main storyline or what has happened to the Republic and the galaxy after the events of season one. And here we are. Clones are getting replaced. We've talked about, I'm going to start with this because a couple of weeks ago, I was here complaining that clones are waking up. They're seeing what the Empire is doing. They're not in line with it. What's going on? We all said, oh, I had said that every clone went berserk after Order 66. You were, no, no, they were waking up from it. It was an order. They don't agree with it. 
And here we got a lot more into it. Uh, Admiral Rampart wants to get rid of the clones, kind of hide under the table everything that has happened. Don't look here, nothing to see here over at Camino. Wants to bring the Imperial Stormtroopers, but we have the return of fan favorite, Rio Chuchi. If you've watched the Clone Wars, the Senator, and she's like, no, 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 we gotta, we gotta, what a name. Uh, we gotta look out for Clone Brothers. They helped us out during the war. We talked a little bit before we started. These were pretty great episodes. Were they the best of the series so far? Are we here every week? Um, I don't know, but they were pretty good. Um, mm -hmm. uh, we, we were joking on, <laughs> on, on through the DMs. Uh, after every episode, you know, Bad Batch just changed the game. Yeah. It's, it's okay. <laughs> Um, these were pretty good. Um, I loved how real world it got with, you know, the mm -hmm. war is over. What do we do with the clones? And our yeah. case, what do we do with our bets? And and I love Rampart's attitude that like, oh, we can't revitalize the army and help the veterans. Yeah. Can't do that. It's, it's, money, it's, it's not in the budget. It's not in the budget. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I really love those things. So. I, I think I like the first episode more. I, I love yeah. the, the intrigue and figuring out what's going on. Mm -hmm. But I, I think the last minutes of the second episode were just awesome. <laughs> yeah, so uh, that's just funny also because you have when Rio Chuchi goes to the clone bar. I love that we have that droid bar in Mandalorian. Now we have the clone bar Another here. Clone bar. <laughs> Yeah, when she goes there to try to get them, hey, we're gonna fight for your pension so you can retire, all this stuff. And the clones are, no, we want to fight the insurgents and keep fighting. And she said, oh, okay, we gotta do something. But the insurgents are the rebels. They're the good guys. You wanna go fight yeah. the good guys, but that's fine. And also when she's in the Senate saying, no, they're defended us in the war. They save our planet and I'm over here. Yeah, and they kill all the Jedi and mess everything up. But that's, don't, don't worry about that. <laughs> But a very cool first episode we got finally the return of Captain Rex. Yes. Yeah, it wasn't the first episode. Rex is there, but Rampart hired uh, another clone to go yeah. kill the clones that might open their mouth. I thought but it was gonna be cross. And who I, is I, it? I thought I, I thought they said it, it wasn't a clone. Uh, didn't he say something like that? Like. I think he said we're not brothers or or something. I, I'm thinking it like he's something they're experimenting with. Remember, okay. we're gonna go to Mount Tantus where they're doing. Uh, we'll see. Things. Anyway, someone that looks like a clone, and they were saying, "Why? Why is a clone killing clones?" But a lot of polit political intrigue in that first episode, or all of it. We had the return of Rex that saves them at the end. Um, I'm. What was in this episode? I can't remember if it was the first episode or the second one when Rio goes to meet with, I think it was with Bell Organa to tell her. And he's like, Oh, do we need armed security? And I'm like, Oh, I got shot at like two hours ago. <laughs> yeah, I need armed security everywhere I go. Yeah. Well, yeah, that first episode was pretty great. And then the second one, we get more into it. They have the, the evidence that Rampa was responsible Whoa. for shooting down Camino, which was great to get that there when they well Camino, it's you can it's built to go underwater. Yeah. It's survived storms for generations and now all of a sudden uh, why are you alive? Oh, I was on another ship when it <laughs> happened. Uh Rampa man, that's one of those 
he's, Valen says he loves to of, hate. There's a lot of ramparts in the world. Um, <laughs> I. I love the whole thing to go going into his Star Destroyer to get the evidence yeah. while we had uh, Shuchi doing her thing. That, that was fun. Mm -hmm. But we got to talk about. We'll go to the Senate in a minute. So okay. again, we go to one thing that I said I don't like, you don't mind it, is when they're just using their stun guns against the other clones. Ah, and then they dude, shoot just... them. What? They shoot what? There was a ship that was a starship was coming and they just record just got on his gun and shoot it down uh, and killed whoever was I, in there. So don't give me that. I, it's, I, oh, get, I, just I mean, you're putting too much stock into it. You know why it is like, if, I know, if it's a I, ship, you can't see who's dying. If, <laughs> I know. It's just, I think just seeing the little ring is too slow. I just keep going. Just, they're trying to kill you. Defend yourself. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, but they, they just freaking crashed the Star Destroyer into, into the shipyard. I, there's a line that I love where uh, Tech is like, oh, I miscalculated by six meters. It's so embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> it's like yeah. 18 feet. <laughs> and I'm like, you didn't do anything really. Just kind of yeah. maneuver so it didn't crash too hard. But yeah. All right, let's go to the Senate. What happened at the Senate? Uh, so, uh, as you mentioned, uh, Chuchi gets the evidence, plays the CCTV thing, <laughs> and shows everyone how the Empire decimated um, Tepoca City, which, mm -hmm. again, kind of hard to watch again. Yeah. Um, by the way, I, I loved how they added context to that, um, showing Omega's point of view, because we never got that. It was like, oh, yeah, our mm -hmm. home's a store, let's go. And Omega's like, yeah. that's where I grew up. Like, yeah. what the hell? Mm -hmm. Um, so I like that, and when they play it, Omega's like looking in horror because yeah. she's reliving it. Um, but then it's awesome because not only not only we that we get Palpatine, we get peak Palpatine because yeah. Palpatine shows up, and uh, as we mentioned, you know, there's political intrigue. They're trying to pass a bill in the Senate to out to phase out the clones and bring in a new military. Which everyone's like, why do we need a new military? But whatever. <laughs> and it's the most Palpatine thing. Because even when he loses, he wins. And he's yeah. constantly improvising. And he's like, I'm so disturbed by these images. And you know what? You know what disturbs me the most? The clones. They follow yeah. blind, blindly. And it's like, oh, no. <laughs> you orchestrated everything. Do you, yeah, it's... He, I, I, I'm not really sure he orchestrated everything, but he, that's just his thing. Everything yeah. plays out in a way that benefits him in some way, and he, he can manipulate everything to his advantage. I, for yeah, me, I that's think... like my favorite Palpatine thing. Mm -hmm. He, he didn't kind of orchestrate everything, but had a plan in case it yeah. went sideways. If this happens, I'm just been... gonna, yeah. Again, it, it read was... Dark Plagueis, you'll get a lot of that in there. It always shocks me when everyone's like, the rise of Skywalker doesn't make sense. He first wants Ray, then he wants to kill her, <laughs> then he wants her to kill him. Yeah, that's Palpatine. He's constantly <laughs> going like, ah, you fell into my trap. Let me fix it over here on post. Yeah. Oh, it was great because I, I think the, pre, the first episode, episode seven, they're like, where's the Emperor? We haven't seen them in I don't know how long. And he's just oh, sitting yeah. down he, there. He hasn't been here in months. <laughs> Yeah, yeah and he, he he pops up awesomely and looking <laughs> and, great. Yeah, he he, he the design looks awesome. Mm -hmm. and yeah, well, I go ahead. 
No, no, go, go. I'm still thinking. No, no, just gonna say, kind of repeat what you say. There's the way he played Rampart was peak Palpatine, like take him away, this is all your fault. But this just proves that we do need that army of non clones because these clones are not following yeah, what they're savages. supposed to do. So just, let's vote. Yeah, Rampart, you're evil, but you brought and up what's the what's the mean the worst person you know finally made a good point. So that was Palpatine at that point. Rampart, he's evil. We had a good idea about this Imperial Stormtrooper. So let's vote, and I'm just gonna say that yeah, it passed. I I do want to mention that I I love how consistent they've been with the whole. You know, the Senate still has power. They're still yeah. and. Palpatine is still, I think, figuring out how to play this game because he he's leaving it up to the Senate mm -hmm. to decide. Yeah, he manipulates everything into his advantage, of course. And but I think the very obvious way to play this is that uh, oh, Shuri doesn't want to, uh, Shushi doesn't want to give the votes to win. Oh, we take her mm -hmm. out and yeah. we replace her with someone else. And here it's a bit differently. Like Palpatine loses, but finds a way to turn it into a win for him. And I love that. Yeah. And I love Masamida. Through the whole two episodes, he's with Rampart. Is this done? Are you sure we're going to get this? Are you taking care? Yeah, yeah, everything's taken care of. As soon as he messed up, ooh, no, Rampart, it's all and on he you. Tell, but, but he tells him at the very yeah. beginning, if <laughs> this does not pass, you're the one who, I'm not going to be the one to pay for it. Yeah. So. Again, it's what happens when you play ball with the Empire. You're mm -hmm. not going to win. You're not going to win. You got to take them out. You're like, everyone gives Mace Windu crap, but he was right. When he wanted to go against the Jedi mm -hmm. teachings and kind of kill Palpatine, it's like he controls the Senate. It, uh, a trial is not going to work. And we've seen that it doesn't. All right. So from there, we go to a big reveal that I wasn't expecting. Echo deciding to leave the Bad Batch, stay with Rex, and help the clones figure out the future. And of course, this breaks Omega's heart. We're, we're a team, we're a crew, and she has to say goodbye. Very heart-wrenching, very emotional for this series. To happen kind of mid-season, I was surprised, but I also understand why why Echo would do something like that and say, hey, this is, I grew up with all these people, so I got to do my part in helping them stay with Rex who helped, who saved me. Surprised that this happened at this point in the in the season? I was. I actually was very surprised about it. And I, I'm not, again, I'm not shocked this happened because they mm -hmm. set it up at the beginning of the, of the season where he wants to do more and mm -hmm. Rex gives him a chance to do that, so... Um, but I, I'm shocked. I really was not expecting him to leave the, the batch. Like yeah. when it happened, it made sense. But I was like, wait, what? <laughs> I was like, yeah. Omega. And <laughs> it, it was so when they leave, they're like, bye, Echo. <laughs> and yeah, it was, we got to go. What? It was pretty quick. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I think they did a great thing. A great, yeah. They set it up great this season because there were more episodes of Omega connecting with Echo that they've been in the past. And she spent a lot of time of the of this season with with Echo to make it resonate a little bit more when they say goodbye and she kind of feeling sad about it. So it's gonna be interesting how this goes moving forward for her, how it, she affects seeing that people in her life might leave for different reasons. If she thinks that maybe the other the other 
crew from the Bad Batch might also leave her. Which again, she had to leave her home. She lost her home, might be having those feelings of loss. How this is going to affect her? Yeah. All right. So I have a question for you, Otis. Someday I was, I, was, I was watching these episodes and really enjoying them. This popped into my head. So a lot of people love this series. We like it. It's not our top, but there's a lot of people online that love the Bad Batch is some of their favorite Star Wars very animated series. And a lot of people have kind of, yeah, it's not for me, have kind of left it. Do you think there's an, the series have, has an issue with having these kind of multiple episodes, episode a week or adventure of the week type of episode that are kind of geared to a younger crowd, uh, more casual fans? Like I said, my daughter watches those episodes. She really enjoyed them. She liked these ones, but she wasn't really into them as much as the other ones. And then they hit us with a couple of episodes like this, very political, more adult for older fans that kind of like more the serialized storytelling, but that they might have walked out from the series a little bit earlier because they didn't connect with the episodic type of type of episodes. Yeah, I mean, like episodic TV. I, I don't want to say it's dying because it's it's not. There's a lot yeah. of episodic things out there, but I think we're getting used to more serialized things and. You know, Mando has been pretty episodic, so mm -hmm. but it's a shorter season, so you don't yeah. feel it as much. Um, but again, I'll I'll mention what I've been saying these past couple of weeks. It's like watching the Clone Wars. Like if you sit down and watch one episode week by week, you're gonna be like, "What is this? <laughs> like, when are we getting to the main story?" And I think if in like I don't know, ten years when this show is over. If someone were to sit down and tell you watch these episodes, like the core to, of the story, mm -hmm. you'd be like, "This is amazing! This is amazing!" Because <laughs> we've talked about it when the when this show is good, it's great. Yeah. And so I, I think it kind of has to do with that. Like I mentioned it, like with Clone Wars, a lot of people watched it relatively recently, and they just watched the arcs that they found in whatever site that had specific orders <laughs> to watch the Clone Wars. Yeah. And I mean, if I only watched um, the Mandalore things and the Mortis things, I'd be like, this is the best Star Wars thing ever. <laughs> but I remember when it was coming out, and it wasn't. I was like, what is this? Yeah, and I was thinking about that because we thought, yeah, even Rebels, uh, but Clone Wars more kind of makes more to a point because it's like eight, seven seasons, 20 episodes. So they had more to play around with. But also I think when Clone Wars came out, a lot of people that connected with it were younger fans, right? And Clone Wars really didn't get, and I might be wrong, because I watched Clone Wars when it came out and then I just left it for whatever reason and came back when it was almost over and started again around season four. I think around season four when Darth Maul comes back, even season three to season four, and then we start getting Mortis and all those more serious episodes, the first three seasons weren't as epic, I guess, as people might want to remember. And I might be wrong because I don't remember them. But also, we were younger, especially all the Clone, War Clone Wars fans that grew up with them were 10 to 12, 14 when it was coming out. So it's a different generation that maybe if the Clone Wars comes out now, we'll probably have the same complaints that some people are having with the Bad Batch. So That's I think it's I mean. the, but I think it's for the audience that it's geared to. Like kids, like my daughter doesn't care. So in a fun episode, we'll just go with it. So I think it depends maybe I'm too old for it, 
but I, I don't it's, know. It, it's it's weird because the Bad Batch is a Clone Wars sequel, so yeah. you would think it's geared to that group, but it's really geared to the group Clone Wars was geared to when mm -hmm. it came out, which are now older and can yeah. kind of relate. Like you say, okay, we've seen stuff like this in Clone Wars, it makes sense for older people like myself and even some older fans. They might be, well, what, yeah. what's the story? Which is that thing, it's worthy story. I don't care about the but, tech racing, which is a pretty cool episode, but... No, no, but what I'm saying is that the Bad Batch, I think the people my age who Clone Wars was mm -hmm. geared to when it came out, we think that the Bad Batch is made for us, and it's not. Yeah. It's made for mm -hmm. people who were our age when Clone Wars Yeah, <laughs> Yeah. All right. Anyway, pretty cool episodes. I'm going to guess the next couple might just be episodes of the week, which I find, especially next one, is going to be interesting to see how Omega deals with all everything that happened on this one. Well, and we'll go from there. Fighting some weird cat. And <laughs> maybe we'll get Crosser back. Where's Crosser? I haven't seen my guy in it, like it's five been a weeks. While. It's been a while. Yeah. And we'll get some, some more with them. And it's going to be interesting. Do you think Rampart is gone? Thank you for your service. And we get another villain in the coming weeks or is he coming back they just kind of yeah we this is just visual so people think we took you out Rampart, of the scenes while you're working behind i i'm of two minds and they're completely contradictory i i could <laughs> see them being like hey this is just for appearances um or do, doing something different with you but i could also see them being like your failure was not bombing yeah. Tepoca City. It was not hiding it good enough. So mm -hmm. no, you're screwed. <laughs> yeah, I'm totally I, I, screwed. Could you see them pull a Caleb Rampart? Nah, I don't. Nah, he's too evil. I think he's too evil. Uh, but Caleb was pretty evil. Caleb was evil, but he was he handled things himself. He was fighting the rebels. Hand to hand, all that. Cal, I mean, Rampart is just hiding in his star destroyer, giving orders. I don't see them. I don't know he's not compelling I, enough. I, I man, I love Rampart. He's <laughs> he's a loser. <laughs> I think if you leave the, leave him for season three or four, then you can do the turn. To do it now, it's like, come on, Rampart. I don't you were. This, I don't. I don't know if this show is gonna have four seasons. We'll see. Uh, I hope not. I'm guessing. I'm gonna no, guess three. No, don't, don't don't say that, Alberto. People love this show. I know, but you 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 could stop watching it. No, I don't mind watching it. I enjoy it. Oh. That I'm for, and it's not just Bad Batch in general. I wish that Mandalorian ended already with season four or something. I'm someone that I don't love long series that have six, seven, eight seasons. To me, they just love. They lose what they're what they are about. So that's why I love shorter series. Give me three, four, five seasons at the most. But that's just my my preference. They want to keep going. They they don't have to cater to me because a lot of people prefer this to go for longer seasons. Yeah. What's Brennan? By the way, uh, Brennan's commenting that the parallels between Palpatine throwing Rampart under the bus are similar to Hitler doing the same to his early supporters. And I agree. And it's something we see from fascism constantly. Like, yeah. Mm -hmm. Just watch uh, the previous president and where his closest <laughs> allies are. The beginning are now in terms of his their relationship with yeah. him. Mm -hmm. They're they're gone. They're not friends anymore. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And okay, if it sounded harsh, I just I want to know where this story is heading. We yeah, it's heading to a new hope. But like I said before, we've gotten so many stories in this time period. 
that I just want to move away from that. And that's where I'm kind of going at. Same for Man right. for the Mandalorian. It's where the story is going. If he's there to reclaim Mandalore, then that can happen in this season. And we don't need more. But if the story is for something else, then all right. But don't give me six, seven, eight seasons. I'll, I just want new. I want something different. All right. Hold, anything else? I reprobably. Nope. There you go. Young Jedi Adventure. But we're getting the Acolyte. And then you're going to see me. Give me seven Acolyte seasons. Um, All right. No, I'm done. I'm done. Let's go <laughs> to the other. All right. So that kind of brings an end to our talk on Star Wars in general. Again, we'll have more in the coming weeks with Star Wars. We're getting more news. We have that Mandalorian uh, report coming out soon. Plus, Mando's coming out one in two weeks, two or three weeks. We'll start getting the Mandalorian season three. Plus, Solar celebrations around the corner, but now we turn to another little segment where we turn away from Star Wars and we talk about something else. Another series that had two episodes this week, and it's a world between fandoms. Before we start with The Last of Us, which I said gave us two great episodes, so another series that delivered two great episodes. You know how much I talk here about doing my Doctor Who rewatch, trying to get you to do mm. to try it again, but all that. I'm done. I finished it. I'm oh, up really? to date. I only have Ooh. one episode left, The Power of the Doctor, but it's not on HBO Max. For some reason, the final episode when the Doctor regenerates back to David right. Tennant is not on HBO Max. I think I found it online. I'll watch that later. But for everything that's out there, I'm caught up. Finally, I think it took me about a year to the whole thing. You Oof. started from, from Eccleston? Eccleston? Yes. Or, oh, okay. Yeah, so from Eccleston series. Yeah, 13 seasons. I just told you how much I hate long seasons. <laughs> I mean, long series or 13. But I've, I think it's like three. Every... No, no, go ahead. Go. Go ahead. I'm just going to say it's almost like three three seasons because after three seasons, the Doctor regenerates and then it kind of starts over with new new stories, new companions, and, and they kind of connect with the previous one where it feels refreshed. Okay. I, I'm one of those people who love that shows are no longer 20, 24 episodes, 12 yeah, episodes yes. or shorter. Mm. I, I love that. So that's also another element on why it's so hard for me to watch uh, uh, Doctor Who. Because the seasons are long. It's like 13 episodes. That's too the long. The first season. This last one was only seven, and then with Power of the Doctor will be eight. And I'll just say, I, not my favorite Doctor. Unfortunately, uh, Jodie Whittaker. Favorite Chris? Okay. Jody Whittaker. Yes. And I, I had it in the back of my head. And I like, I don't know if she, she can pull it off because Avery Chris is a, has a presence there. But I'm not blaming her. I think the writing wasn't the best for her. It didn't okay. have that Doctor Who feel in a lot of episodes for the mo big majority. It was very grounded. And things okay. that I love about Doctor Who weren't present. Okay. I'm not blaming her. I think it's more the writing and the direction they took with her, with her stories. I think it wasn't my favorite. She's a great actress. I love her. So maybe with a different writer, if she wants to come and do Ava Chris, I'll support it. I'll, I'll say this, and this is a recommendation for you if you haven't watched it. Um, there's a show, I think it's on Netflix, 
with uh, David Tennant, Jodie Whittaker, uh, Olivia Coleman called Broadchurch. Broadchurch. It's, it's a phenomenal show. If you guys have not watched that show, go check it out because it's amazing. Watch Broadchurch. I've watched it twice. Breaks my heart every time. I even watched the American I, version when it came out, I think, on Fox. There's an American Fox. version? Yes. I was lucky it's enough to watch Broadchurch movie. first, the first season, before the American version came out. I can't remember the name of it. it might even be called. It's not called Broadchurch. And they changed the... the I'm not going to reveal it here, but the finale, basically, who does the crime, they changed it in the American version. Of like the first uh, no. two seasons? The first one. They only do the first season. The American version oh, is the first one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, because in, in the original show, the, the two seasons are like one story. Yeah. Yeah, the, the trial is the second season, which oh, wasn't yeah. my favorite. Season three was pretty was good so also. Good. Yeah, season it was, three was, I mean, it was good. That, that was the first show I watched during the pandemic, before Tiger <laughs> King. <laughs> was there a before Tiger King? Because I, I don't remember. Tiger King took over everything. And I, I remember that lockdown games. in Puerto Rico started before the oh, US because okay. here we believe in science. Uh, um, but yeah, in Florida, what science? I don't know. That's a made up word. Yep. All right, okay. The last of us, we gotta, we gotta jump into it. Two episodes because we got episode five yesterday. Didn't complete. I just see you. Oh, there it is. I'm looking at the last year, the last of us. So before, so the previous episode, episode three, the one everyone loved with Bill and Frank, I forgot to mention, I love seeing how very similar to Omega. And it's funny, these two shows kind of correlate a little bit. Ellie seeing the world for the first time, because she's never been out of that QC, kind of being in the car for the first time, not knowing that she has to put a seatbelt on and then seeing the airplane. Oh, you flew in one of those? How does that work? I've never been on a plane. So seeing those, kind of bright eyes, kind of, oh man, this is, it's cool, entertaining, at the same time, heartbreaking. And you said it, I don't know how many times, you keep saying, it's gonna get worse. It got pretty bad, yeah. especially the ending of yesterday's episode. Uh, I'll say this. It's gonna <laughs> get worse. <laughs> no, I, stop I, saying that. I, I actually just finished playing the first game today. Mm -hmm. I've replayed it a billion times. I was, got it. <laughs> replayed it and started playing the second one and uh, it's funny you pick up on different things after watching the show mm -hmm. and there's a moment near the end of the game where mm -hmm. they're walking and they're like oh isn't it weird that i've never been on a plane and i'm <laughs> like oh like in the show where she talks about flying. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> but i love first last week episode was pretty different again from the previous one but it starts very slow you're just getting away from bill and sam's house uh the joke book that everyone loves i love all the puns that's in the game also i saw all the videos comparing everything i haven't seen that in that bronco uh with the magazine and hey, put that away put that away that's yeah <laughs> but i love how the we keep building that relationship right uh you're not family your cargo and all that but then going back and forth doing the jokes and laughing no i'm not laughing or no, i'm losing it so there's there because see of course, I'm not breaking ground here. It has that wall up because of his daughter dying and now having to deal with a same age girl who is starting to loosen it up, which kind of... Ooh, Lauren's Lauren. here. Lauren, Lauren I hope you're Lauren. doing well. Yeah, our friend Lauren. But yeah, that episode was great. And then again, she's trying to read a map. I, I try to read maps. I can a little bit. 
But like I, said, it's I, my second day on a car. I don't know where I, the hell I we're love, going. I love that uh, back and forth when they're escaping. He's like, where are we going? He's like, dude, <laughs> I'm figuring this out. <laughs> yeah, where's North? I think it's here. And then seeing that QC all empty, what the hell happened? And as soon as that guy shows up, help me. I'm like, hey, no, just run him over. You know yeah, he's that, evil. That, that, uh, and Joe's later like, oh, I've been on both sides of that. Oh. And, yeah. Yeah. So, which is, man, I... Joe's I just want to say I love Joel. Mm -hmm. There's something very interesting they're doing in the show that I think it's more obvious than in the game that mm -hmm. you're seeing a Ellie humanized Joel. Sure. But B, you're seeing Joel dehumanize. Mm -hmm. And did we just lose Oti? Hopefully, he comes back in a minute. Uh, but yes, we're seeing. Ellie being dehumanized by everything she's seeing out in the world every time. Oh, I want to see what car, what truck this is. I just crush all the cars. I want to see tanks and then start seeing solar destruction, the, the pit with all the dead bodies there. It's, it's hard. It's hard watching that as a parent myself, seeing someone at that age have to go through all that. And then, oh, there he is. He's back. You're back. I, I have think. no idea what happened. We we lose you again. Come on, that's this connection. It's messed up. Maybe mine also. There's a storm outside. Can you um, see me? I can, can you hear, hear you now. Yeah, you're there. Okay. <laughs> Let's see what happens. I have no idea what's happening. <laughs> it's just the aliens. I finally watched Nope yesterday. So maybe there's Ooh. an alien up here. Yeah, I know. Jean Jack is out there. There's a storm, like I told you. So as long as it doesn't start raining blood or pennies, we're fine. But you were saying about Joe dehumanizing Ellie through their journey. Yeah, yeah, and we're starting to see that. And I think the end of the fourth, the fifth episode is, you know, a little bit. But we'll yeah. get to that. So let's jump to the episode four. Uh, he, they crash a car into this or laundromat, I guess. Hell breaks yeah. loose. He has to kill two people, and then she has to come and save his ass, basically, and just kill someone or just shoot them in the back. And I love also because uh, Joel is still a parent, telling her, just go back. Go behind the wall. You don't need to see this. Th didn't say thank you for saving me, but you're too young to have to deal with this. Those father instincts are still there, and even if he yeah. wants to repress them, he can't. Mm -hmm. Which then come back at the end of episode five when he tells Henry and Sam, "Hey, I'm probably gonna have to walk all the way to Wyoming, but if you guys want to come." Yeah. Uh, but the whole episode four was great. We get—I don't know—I think they say the name. I don't remember those Kansas City Marauders or Mercs, whatever uh, they were. I can't remember their names, but they basically liberated a quarantine zone yeah. and the leader is Kathleen. All right. Which I heard is not in the game. No. So that, that was interesting. Number one, this takes place in Pittsburgh in the game and not in okay. Kansas. And I like the change because there's a big jump in between this section and the next one time-wise mm -hmm. and making it in Kansas city, it helps bridge that gap and not be that huge. So, I actually like that change, and it really works the same way. Like I don't think it matters. <laughs> yeah, that, it yeah, the, the, the setting doesn't matter for the story, but I'm guessing yeah. the 
the Henry and Sam storyline is still part of the of the game. That is that is a part of the game, but it's interesting because they they integrated it to the quarantine something in in the show. In the mm -hmm. game, they're just passing by and get caught up in okay. this hellhole. And they, they catch up with, with Joel um, and Ellie. But it's in that sense, it's different. I, I actually like what they did. They gave it more of a storyline. And I, I've listened to the creators talk about, like, hey, we can't just make them, like, in the game because they're just there for you to kill them. We have to yeah. um, flesh out these characters, even if they're the bad guys. And something I think you guys will see with The Last of Us, with very few exceptions, each villain could be a hero and not in the sense that every villain is the hero in their own story like <laughs> no they're yeah. villain because they're in our character's way that's the only reason if we were in their point of view ellie and joel would be the bad guys like yeah which i also love that they haven't shied away from it every time that they no. come back to joel i've done bad things i've been on both sides when she oh how did you know that he was that he wasn't hurt uh, I've been on both sides. So we did what we need to do to survive. And then after, if you see that preview for episode six next week, there's something there also. What we did, we had to do to survive to, get to the point that we are. So very easily, they could be the villains from someone or someone else's point of view. But we have Kathleen. There's something on the ground. You know, there's zombies down there. Uh, but yeah, pretty good episode. They're hiding. And they keep with the jokes, which I love. And they, Henry and I Sam love the show. Whole, I love the whole thing that Joel's um, going deaf. Like, mm -hmm. And they actually play it in the fourth episode when they arrive. He's like laying on his yeah. left ear and his right ear is the one and he can't hear anything. Mm -hmm. Let's just jump to episode five, the one from yesterday, which was just a knockout from the beginning all the way to it the end. It's great. It was all the way. Um, I don't even know where to start. So it's we go a little bit backwards, learn a little bit more about Henry and Sam, where Kathleen is behind them. And like you just said, it's who's the villain, who's the hero? It's why is your brother more important than mine, right? And it's said word by word, yeah, you kill bas you basically kill my brother to save yours. I know we're going back and forth in terms of when this happens in the in the episode, but it's heartbreaking because you, why why does she care? Like she liber liberated Kansas City, just let them go. But why he killed my brother just because he could save his brother? Why is that more important? He's a kid. Okay, when and, where's the line? And again, if Kathleen had killed uh, Sam, Henry would would have gone after her. Yeah. So it, it's that same thing we just spoke about, and actually Lauren is also bringing up like. There's no real villain. Like, yeah, mm -hmm. Kathleen is not a good person, but I don't think she's evil per se. Like, yeah. she has a point. Like, why does he get to live and mine doesn't? And, yeah. Hey. Yeah. But I get it. I, I, I'm getting ahead of myself, but I do love how they show, like, you know, a path of evil and vengeance takes you nowhere and mm -hmm. you'll just end up eaten by a baby <laughs> clicker. <laughs> <laughs> which is the creepiest thing ever evil oh, babies or young creepy kids are creepy well. enough and just the way she was contorting and flipping over inside the car I, I, I heard they got a contortionist to do that so. oh i'm sure yeah <laughs> yeah and i love then the behind the scenes after the episode when they show yeah there's special effects but we also have to hire all this great 
what's the name of the uh, not Walker? I know the guy that choreo choreographs everything. They had a weird name, like we have a special not contortion. Anyway, it's fun okay. to see all those behind the scenes and that they have real people there that, to know how to move, like a movement expert or something like that. Okay. okay. But I love they go through that tunnels. They find these look like a school or a daycare, but they created societies back down there, try to escape everything. And like that soccer ball is too filled up with air to be there for three years. I have kids and I, after I, two months, you're just kicking something you in, in the garage. And <laughs> yeah, I, I actually love that they integrated this into the story because in the game, you go through those tunnels, you see the school and you figure out what happened through notes and things you see. Mm. And here it's a little bit, more overt but it, it, it's a dark moment in the game when you're going through there because it, it doesn't straight oh. up tell you what happened you just figure mm. it out by things yeah. that you see and it's a good break in the whole story right let's give ellie and sam or henry who's like the kid is henry right no the kid is sam the kid is sam so to give sam and ellie a little reprieve from everything that's happening. They're still kids. Awesome. Let them let them play for a little bit, soccer, draw, talk about comics. Let them kind of get away from the real world for a minute. No. But then it's not gonna be that easy. See, we made it to the other side. My plan was just over so the band. I, I, I have to confess something. So I, as I was watching the show, I, I was texting a friend and I was like, oh, they made it to the neighborhood? That's that's that was easy in the game they have to go through military they have to go to, through zombies they have to go through a sniper and like five seconds later, <laughs> the sniper. i'm like oh we're doing it <laughs> yeah i mean probably not put your oldest oldest guy as the sniper he had, was like 85 years old trying to snipe from 400 meters that, away but that was sad because in the game the guy's screaming at you to taunt you and here oh. you get there is just this old guy who's like, yeah, oh, this is my job. <laughs> yeah, he's like, don't do it. Just give me the gun. Wait five minutes and just walk away. One hour. Well, one hour. Yeah. In TV time, that's five minutes. Um, But I'm thinking here, okay, I watched that preview for the previews for this episode. I know the zombies are supposed to come out at some point or the infected, I should say. I, I know the big guy's coming, I guess. I don't know. But no at that, at the moment, I was I was engaged in the story. I wasn't thinking about it. So when we learned that he had a, a walkie-talkie, talking back to them on the radio, oh, we're almost there. And I love yeah. that scene when, because again, it goes back to the previous episode, or I think episode three, when Ellie asks, how did they get all these cars out of the way? And he can, oh, there's a special, like a tank or whatever that they use to just ram and get the cars out of the road. And we see that here when, oh, there's too many cars. Oh, that's why you're up front. And she's just ramming everyone. And then Ellie, Sam, and Henry are running. Reminded me of Terminator 2 in Judgment Day. Ooh, when the T2 just, well. yeah, it just had the same feel. But then the zombies come and all hell breaks loose. So, Pretty interesting because I was, how are they going to get out? I forgot that the zombies were going to be there. So, but as soon as the car started falling into that sinkhole, I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, Kansas City, you're all dead now. <sighs> I don't think it's a big action scene, nothing to break down apart from everyone it, dies. I mean, not cold here. They, they change a little bit the bloaters because in the game mm -hmm. you have to fight them. And here's like, hell no. <laughs> <They just run> away. <laughs> There's no way. And, it's like... 
and actually you see the bloaters when you're with Bill in, in oh, the game. So okay. Yeah. Oh man. So yeah, so I remember seeing from the trailer, I guess the bloaters, like they're called, come out. So I, I knew there was a big guy coming. And by the but, way, they killed Perry in the same way they kill you in the game. They just like oh, rip you open. Oh, yeah, it was pretty disgusting. Uh, um, so I was waiting, okay. Uh, Kathleen has to eat it. How is she going to die? And like you said, just a evil baby clicker gets her. Yeah. <sighs> disgusting. But, by the way, okay, I heard there was some some backlash on melanie linsky like why like she's awesome i don't know so there the only thing i've seen i'm very someone in the chat might know more uh what's her name some other actress or model that used to be on one of these reality shows came out after last week's episode and said oh where's um Sarah Connor, where you need her, she looks like she hasn't missed a meal or something because she's not a skinny warrior. Mm. So kind of body shaming. And then she came out, the actress for Kathleen came out and kind of shot back like she's provided for her troop. But we kind of defended what the character is, that she doesn't have to be the sniper kind of warrior woman to be out there. Uh, and the whole that's point kind is that she's... She's a soccer mom, basically. Yeah. Like, Brandon and, mentioned she's a Karen. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's the only back, not backlash to her, but the only kind of drama out there is because some model out there criticized the way that she looked for being in okay. a post-apocalyptic world, even though yeah, she no, has all so the resources I, to win. I saw people basically attacking her for, oh, she doesn't look the part. I'm like, I think that's the point. But everyone, everyone in Kansas City looks like they've been well maintained it's not like everyone's freaking just dying there I mean, and it's she's not like, like holding it's over. not like pedro pascal looks like a skinny <laughs> yeah Come same on. thing so it ellie is not like, like anorexic or anything i don't know it's so weird i think it's the same thing that oh why do we need a badass woman kind of action woman there in a show she wouldn't be the leader why I'll are they following her is something else that i saw i'll just say this one of the many controversies of the second game was they we did get a big strong woman. But okay, Ooh, we'll get to that. Can't wait we'll for season that. two or wherever we uh, get to it. So, but so let's get to the motel. Let's get to the ending. So everyone's happy. We made it out. We just gotta get uh Lauren love that Jeffrey Price who plays very good a great death with him being the voice actor Tommy and oh yeah I saw that also that's from that previous fun. episode. Did you know that when you were watching it? No, I, I learned it uh, listening to the podcast. In okay. The HBO, it's great, by the way. If you guys are not mm. listening to it, you should check it out. Yeah. Sam is infected. Let's just get there. And it was hard. When I saw that, I got emotional at that point. I like, oh, no. Again, as a parent seeing a kid go through all that and then he's going to die. Something's going to happen. And <laughs> sad and funny at the same time when Ellie cuts her hand open and no, no, this works. I'm going to save you. Here's some of my blood. And I'm like over here. I'm no doctor, but I don't think that's the way it works. You can just put your blood on it. It's that was sad for me knowing what was going to happen. It was mm -hmm. so sad seeing her like, no, no, no. I, my, my blood is magic. Look. Yeah. It, it sucked. It sucked. Um, it's, it was a bit different because in the game, Sam doesn't tell anyone. He mm -hmm. is a little bit older in the game, so it makes sense why here he would be like, Hey, Ellie, look at this. Um, but that's I hate that they do that. <laughs> I, I, I hate it in a good way, like, it, yeah, 
Yeah, I thought that um, when they were fighting before that, one of them was going to get... I've, yeah, it's going to be Henry. He, Henry's not going to make it was my thought throughout the whole episode. But seeing that, I was like, oh, crap. Now, what are they going to do? Because are they just going to leave? I thought Henry and Sam would just, okay, just you guys just go do your stuff and we'll stay over here. And then when they, she wakes up in the morning, he's just sitting, looking the other way. I'm like, did it work? Is he okay? Is he just, did he die maybe? Just sitting up, and then he just goes to be like, ah, 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 again, creepy things. <sighs> I didn't expect I the, his own brother I to shoot the, him in the head. I love the little detail where Ellie's talking to him and he can't listen to her. Yeah. Uh, he can't hear her. Because um, it goes back to what he asked her, like, oh, are we still in there? Or do we turn into something yeah. else? And mm -hmm. it's, in a way, it's still him. <sighs> Um, that was oh man, talking about great writing. That little thing, are we still inside when we turn into them or something like that? Are we still us when we turn into them? Like, oh man, that's so heartbreaking. I can come from a what a 10 year old, maybe it's oh. yeah, he's like nine, ten. Yeah, it, so again, I, uh, you popped into my head to oh, all these uh, things are gonna get worse, and it was, it was bad um i didn't know what's gonna happen how they're gonna get out there out of their ones henry gra grabbed the gun because uh, he's not gonna kill him that's his brother the whole thing is keeping him safe and then i, I hated I, that he had to take his own life because that's that's what his purpose was to keep his brother safe i i love how that plays out because joe reaches for the gun and henry's like what the hell yeah. are you doing like no mm -hmm. and it, again it's it's a sad world they live in and horrible things will continue to happen yeah. All right, Eti. Eti. So take us to the ending. They're burying the bodies. Mm. There's Ellie a leaves little, in the note saying sorry and everything. There's a little detail here that I love that they change also from the game. In the game, when Henry kills himself, we cut to black. It's I think it's summer, and we jump to fall. So a couple months have passed. Okay. When when we catch up with them. And there's a moment where Ellie tells uh, Joe that she wished they had done a burial for them or something mm -hmm. like that. They see like a burial and she comments on that. And Joe's yeah. like, we don't talk about this. We're not going to talk about Henry. We're not going to talk about what happened. Mm -hmm. And Ellie is pushing like, no, we have to talk about it. In here, it's a little bit different because Joe's doing the grave and Ellie's mm -hmm. just like, let's go, let's go, yeah. let's go. So it's what I mentioned. They're showing how she's getting dehumanized. And I think seeing that she was unable to save henry she fell asleep the blood didn't work it's i think it's working on her i think she's starting to think what if this whole mission is yeah. for nothing what if i can't help anyone and i i've mentioned this before joel and ellie for me they're the same person and i think she's starting to turn into joel she the first person she cared for she wanted to protect mm -hmm. she wanted to save she couldn't do that and those things are going to start working on her and it's going to be interesting yeah, we, like we just said before, like Joel is starting to soften up and open up a little bit more to what could be if Ellie is yeah. really this chosen one. And now if she turns and in the way that she closes herself off to the world to there's no hope out there, it's gonna obviously it's gonna affect her. I think it's gonna affect him also as I can't lose her now, even though yeah, she's cargo. It's all those memories are coming back. And I love, like I said, I watched the kind of the creators talking at the end and I've, uh, Bella Ramsey talking about 
that scene, that's her superhero scene, right? She's trying to say, hey, I'm the chosen one supposed to save him. Here, this is yeah. my chance to do something. And it doesn't work. And it's like you just said, that kind of brings her down another level to what is all this for? Maybe I'm not as special as everyone is saying. So it's really, again, it's been a great series so far. Can't wait to see where it's going to take us next. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm loving it. And something else, I think Joel's try, starting to feel something for Morelli. Mm -hmm. Like, I, yeah. I, I don't know if he's going to, like, accept it right away. But I, I'm I'm thinking he's, uh, you mentioned, he's starting to open up. But I think it's too late for him. I think he's hooked yeah. on, on Ellie. <sighs> now we got to wait a little bit more, like 10, ep 10 days for the next episode. I, I'll say this, there are some things in the trailer for the next episode that I was surprised to see because some things that don't show up until the second game. So, okay. And I'm not going to go into the trailer for next episode just in case mm -hmm. some people stay away from it. I'm surprised that we're there already, that what's happening, it's happening. I thought it was going to happen later on in the series. And it looks like winter, right? In the, in yes. The, uh, there is no say that. It is winter because there was no. I'm surprised okay. we're there already. I'm like, it's I mean, in, in the game, you know? that part happens in fall. It's interesting. Interesting. Yeah. We'll so it's going to be great to see when this comes back. Not tomorrow, unfortunately. Next Sunday. No. Yeah. yeah. That's kind Super of the, the hard part of, of getting it uh, yeah. earlier. It's fine. Yeah. All right. That brings an end to our talk on a world between fandoms. Oti. Another great show. We're going to start saying goodbye. But before we do, thanks to everyone in the chat today. Lauren, thanks for joining us. Lauren, we need to have you back over here soon with Mando, most likely. Everyone Visions. Thanks to Dale and the other Dale that was also here. Um, Dale twice. Dale twice. Uh, Brennan, Brennan, of course. Um, obviously, Subdued. Emotional Evolution. Everyone that joined us today, thanks for being here. Hopefully you hit that like button. Everyone, everyone, anyone else that's also watching that's not on the chat, thanks for being here. Uh, make sure you subscribe, comment, all that fun stuff. We'll be back next week with uh, another fun show. Maybe we'll throw a special topic now that we don't have the last of us to talk next week. We'll think, but we have a lot of great guests, hopefully, joining us soon. We'll be dropping those news in the coming weeks, I hope. LT. Where can people find you? What are you doing? You have your own podcast. Put all that out there. You can find me over at Twitter, Instagram, at EP Wars, whatever it's sound there. I have my own podcast. I have not been active <laughs> in a while, but I will soon. And Lauren may or may not be involved in some. Ooh, there we go. All right. So <laughs> check that out. Epi Star Wars. May I the just... fungus be with you, Dale. May the fungus I saw be this. With you. Oh, that's so disgusting. <laughs> All right, so thank you for joining us today. We'll be back next week with more Star Wars on Radio Rebellion. So thank you as always. Stay safe, be safe, and may the force be with you.